Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas podcast. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. Thank you so much for staying with us. It's been a problem for police departments all over the country. They have a lot of empty uniforms that need bodies to fill them. What do police departments have to do to recruit new recruits on the KRLD Zoom room. We are joined by Lieutenant Randy Sutton. He is a former police officer and the founder of an organization called the Wounded Blue that helps wounded police officers. Lieutenant, thank you so much for taking the time. Well, appreciate you having me on. It's but a very important topic. It really is. What? How long has it been a problem for police departments in finding new recruits? We began seeing a, a, a real diminishment in police recruiting um, uh, about three or four years ago is when it really started uh, becoming a, a major issue. You know, as we have seen, the anti-law enforcement lobby is very, very large. Um, and, and the, you know, the significant watershed moments uh, such as uh, um, Ferguson, it be, things began really heading downhill with Ferguson. Um, and then with the, the, the riots after uh, George Floyd's death um, has exacerbated the situation. And now it's critical. Now we have become, it, it, it's become an issue that is literally um, costing lives. It seemed like one day to the next, I was reading an article about all Texas law enforcement dealing with this issue. And then the next day was like, no, this is a nationwide problem. So it's not just in certain regions that we're seeing this um, uh, this issue with trying to or just even police. It's the sheriff's department, you know, our constables or whatnot. It, it's all law enforcement. So where do we start to chip away at this problem? Well, this is uh, this is believe it or not, this problem is just beginning. And, and you, we could, if we had a magic wand right now and we could step back into time before all of the madness that, that, is, that, that caused all of this issue, it would still take almost uh, probably five or six years to do, undo the damage that was done. Now we can't. Um, now we have lost thousands upon thousands of experienced law enforcement officers and it's not just about putting a body in a uniform. You have institutional knowledge and, and, and um, you have wisdom that comes with being on the street, that comes with that badge. That's irreplaceable. It takes years. It, to become a competent police officer takes a minimum of three years. So, you know, you, we, we've seen, a, you know, a, a wholesale retirement of, of cops around the country who just simply say, it's not worth it to me anymore. And now you have literally, um, I just, in, fact, in, my, in, my, in my new book that's coming out um, called Rescuing 911, The Fight for America's Safety, 
you have a, a, a police agencies that are not able to get one recruit. Mm -hmm. St. Louis PD, which is a major size police department that is, but it is also right in the, the, the heart of the problem with political interference and the anti-law enforcement um, political environment there. They just gave a police test and no one showed up. No one showed up. This is, it's unheard of. And, and um, we're seeing this diminishment in all, literally all over the nation. And, and it's a lot bigger an issue. It's not about just filling the bodies, right? Mm -hmm. Because if, if um, they can't get the number of, of qualified recruits that to take the test and then pass it and then enter into the process of, um, of going through the academy, going through field training, which takes more than a year. Then what happens? What these these agencies are so starved for people, then they begin diminishing the uh, requirements and lowering the standards, and this is a problem that could severely affect all of our communities. You mentioned the fact that thousands of police officers are leaving the various forces. Where are they going? What are they doing with that expertise that they have gotten over the last decades? Well, some are moving to more law enforcement friendly cities. Mm -hmm. For instance, Portland um, is down a tremendous amount because of their anti-law enforcement city council, mayor and environment. Same thing with Seattle. And a lot of those those officers um, are taking what's called lateral positions. So they're leaving Seattle and they're going to places that that appreciate them. And the same thing in, um, uh, so we got Portland, we got um, uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, and they're just leaving. They're going to different areas. But you also have a ton of cops who are retiring and, it, you know, where they would stay 30 years, and the minute they have their time and they're gone, right? They're just, they're just packing it in. And then on top of that, you have cops saying, it's just not even worth it for me anymore. So people who are who are literally in the mid, midst of their careers are also leaving. Now th that's why we're having such a a, a a problem across the United States because th these these men and women mm -hmm. who have incredible uh, knowledge um, they cannot be replaced that they can't be replaced. Let's talk about the recruiting efforts that these um, departments are doing right now. What's, what's some of the creativity that they are having to uh, conjure up? Well, for the first time that I have seen in my, in my long decades as a police officer and, and, a, and a commentator and, and journalist in policing, um, I'm seeing signing bonuses taking place where, where one city is trying to lure away the um, the experienced officers with a five thousand dollar ten thousand the, the highest I've seen is a twenty thousand dollar signing bonus that just just come to us we'll give you twenty thousand bucks and that's pretty that's pretty dramatic what and that, that shows you that 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 this is an issue I mean like you, uh, one of the things that that I've seen and is interesting um, is uh, the uh, Governor DeSantis down in Florida actually came out with a with a, a, a PSA saying, hey, to all you officers that are that are not being appreciated up in Minneapolis, et cetera, come down to Florida. 
we appreciate our law enforcement down here. And you know what? The, the officers are, that, that, that I deal with all the time, I literally deal with this topic every single day in, my, in, in both my role as a, a, a law enforcement journalist. My show is, is the voice for American law enforcement. And so I, I talk to cops all the time about this issue, but also in my role as the founder of the Wounded Blue, which, which uh, helps injured and disabled officers. So what's happening, cops are getting hurt at a much higher rate. And they're not, and once they, once they get hurt, they, they're not coming back. Yeah. So, so as this, as this word keeps spreading that they are not being, that they're being abused once they're hurt, I can't even, you're not going to be able to fathom this, but can you imagine a police officer shot in the line of duty and their department says, if you can't return in one year, we're going to fire you and not give you any benefits. That's happening in America right now. So police agencies need to step up to the plate. They need to honor um, these officers who are being injured in the line of duty because that is affecting what other police officers are seeing, saying, why would I go to a department like that if they're not going to even have my back when I get hurt? And it's, 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 it's really, really, um, this issue is not going away. Yeah. I, I wish to say, I wish I could say it was, but I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing light at the end of the tunnel at this point. Lieutenant Randy Sutton is a 30-year law enforcement veteran, also the founder of The Wounded Blue. Thank you so much for taking the time, Lieutenant. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.